when I started my podcast, it was this precious little space where I got to be myself and do my thing all by myself the way I wanted it. So personalized that I called it my name is Toby. In previous episodes, I've said things like I won't bring in guests here because why do I need guests? Or what is a guest doing on my show? If your name is not Toby, what are you doing here? Which is why when Chineze reached out and said she wanted to be a guest on my show, I was reluctant. But then I thought about it. I knew that one thing I always wanted my show to do for people is for them to be themselves unapologetically. I did not want people to listen to my stories and be like, oh, I want to be like Toby. No. I wanted them to listen to my story and think, Toby is being herself, so I think I can be myself too. Or because Toby is being herself, I have found the courage to be myself, to tell my own stories and to own my narrative. And that was exactly what Chineze was reaching out to do. She wanted to tell her story on my podcast and I'm like, definitely we're doing this, you know. And I think from now on, this is an avenue for me to also have people. If if people think that my platform is one that they can be themselves and tell their stories, so that is what it's going to be. I'm still going to tell my stories. And the day I have beautiful people that want to share theirs, we're having them on. Thank you so much, Chineze, for doing this. And being the first person to tell your story on my podcast. Hi guys, welcome to my podcast. My name is Toby and I have a beautiful guest with me today. We're going to be talking on the topic, Big Girls Cry. She's going to introduce herself now. Okay, so Chinez, I want to look after Lynn. Um, from Anambra State, Onichado, um, Onichado local government. I'm 23 years of age, and um, I'm coming from a family of five. I'm the only girl. My both parents are still alive. They're civil servants. And I studied psychology in University of Anambra Azikiwe. Um, I graduated 218. Then I'm currently working with um, radio station, City Radio, Onichado. Then I'm a radio presenter. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. You did well. Okay. So, okay. I mean, I want to. I want us to get right into the topic. Um, big girls don't cry. Okay. No, big girls cry. Not don't cry. The the popular saying is big girls okay, don't big cry. Girl. Yeah, but then I want to discuss yes. why big girls cry and what makes them cry. But first of all, who is a big girl? Chinese, are you a big girl? <laughs> Of course, I'm a big girl. Yes, I'm a big girl. Big one, though. Ah, very, very big girl. You know, big girl is not about dressing up, wearing expensive ribbon, yeah, and holding expensive phone, um, wearing expensive makeup. Big girls, though, is not about that. A big girl is someone who has pride. When I mean pride, is in your place of work, who has integrity, who is optimistic. 
who is smart, who is reserved, clever, and outspoken. That's what a big girl is all about. Yeah. Working, yes. If you're working and you're earning and you can afford your house, a car, you're also a big girl. But another thing is about your self-esteem. Yeah. Your character and your your integrity. That's the three things a big girl. Like that's the three things I know that yes, you can proudly say beat your chest that yes, I'm a big girl. I'm a big yeah. chick. So yeah. that's it. Yeah. Chinese, I totally yeah. agree with you, but I want to I, I want to point out something. I want to talk about body size. Yes, we know like being big has nothing to do with body size, but then there are um, people that yeah. have uh, like big in size and all that, and they get body shaming from society, you know. And um, relating to our topic, has there been any time um, somebody has shamed you because of your body size and it made you cry? People, the people condemn me a lot about my size, quite a lot. So I think the, the one I could remember that hurt me so much was, um, I think that was 2.15 to 16, thereabouts. There, this guy was talking to them on Facebook, but because, because then my Facebook, I don't, I don't, I'm not used to uploading pictures then. So the only pictures I left behind was when I came out from secondary school. Then I was still looking a bit slimmer, but not that slimmer. So when me and the guy we were talking, we, we, we talked for like one year before we met each other. So I think the first time he saw me, that was, um, he came around, he parked around the Mokaro Dam, opposite GM, Guinness Hospital. So I was wearing a short knicker and a polo with a um, face cap. Immediately I came, he didn't even hide his feelings, like he couldn't even control his He just said, the first thing he said, Jesus, in Igbo, Ibuka, hey, no, this is not what I saw. Like I said, no, now this is me. He said, no, now we used to talk on video calls. And I said, but this is us. This is me. I didn't change. He said, okay. When he now said that, like, my, fa my facial expression was changing, he was not like, okay, uh, your waist is bigger than your pictures. Like, try to. But I noticed that he doesn't like it. So after that day, he didn't call again. Like, I saw myself forcing myself to talk to him. He doesn't even pick my calls. He stopped calling me. Then from my family, my aunties, my uncle, even my own mom would be like, you're big, you're this, you're that. You need to, hey, like, this, during this Christmas, like, what I was getting from people, because after some while, I have to start taking drugs. There's this drug I bought, one, a detox tea, because of the size. But um, at some point, I get, like, two, two compliments from people. You're not big. At least you don't have tummy. You're just sexy. The other people be like, no, you're big. Once you put to bed, like, if you have, like, one or two babies, you, 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 you bust. I said, no, I would never allow this thing to get to my heart or my body. Like, most of my aunties, why they even want me to get married now? It's because of my size. It's not because of my age. When you tell them, they'll tell you it's because of the size. I'll be like, what's my size? I have to do with this. But I don't want to console myself because my, if I start consoling myself, it will make me to feel less consigned of, and then I will leave my body and I might get bigger than this or I don't know. But yes, I've gotten a body shame from people, my friends, even the ones that had my back, look at you. Even most of the guys that I dated, at the end of the day, when I see their wedding pictures, I see a slim girl. So I'll be like, wow. So 
it's causing me a lot of toxic feelings sometimes. It's quite sad. So sorry about the experience, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it happens. Okay. And people just feel they, they can say anything, you know. And I mean, you, you don't necessarily have to talk. Like, just, I mean, you can just keep quiet if you're going to say something that hurts people because you don't know the extent of their hurt. You don't know who can take it and who cannot take it before, you know, they break down and stuff. And like, we really need to be more sensitive in society, really. I think so. I think because a lot of people, they just come out and say what they, what they don't know, what they even know. But, oh gosh, are you going to say it? Can't you even write it as a message? <laughs> I, I think writing, chatting to someone is far better than someone like facial, face-to-face in, information. Sure. I prefer you chat me up. I think I'm going to wave it off. Than you telling me in front of people, ah, I'm going to feel bad, I swear. I'm going to feel bad. Yeah. Let's yeah. let's let's talk about um let's talk about pain. Have you felt like any kind of pain that made you like almost want to give up on anything? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think yes. Yes, of course. Pain, 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 depression. I've had me- mental pain. I think I've had like a lot of pain. Relationship yeah. pain. Yeah. Um think um, school pain, um, family pain. And so uh, I think my youth, I think, yeah, because most times uh, some of my friends that where they are today, I'm supposed to be there, but I'm not seeing it coming. I've lost hope. I'm not going to be there. You understand? The, yeah. the, the last time I felt this pain was when I graduated. I think I had like missing script, script sorry. Yeah. My parents... As the only daughter, you're very. I'm. I'm kind of very close to my father, so I think if my mom shouts at me, I don't feel bad. Like it doesn't get to my heart. But if my dad do that, like he has killed me, I'm going to be. I'm not going to talk for like one month. And funny enough, my dad has this punish. There's this. There's this thing in him that he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't talk much, but. He, the kind of punishment he's going to give you is better you leave the house. Like you feel like you want to leave the house. You don't want to be in this house again because one, he do, he won't answer your greet. You won't bring you. He won't allow you to get food for him. Like even if you're the one bringing it, he he will not eat it. And you know what that means. Like when he's coming, when I see him coming downstairs, and I know I'm going up, I'll just run back, hide myself so he won't see me. That's kind of, and you know what that means. Running in your own house. You're hiding from one person. And then and talk, they talk to you in, in such a manner that you even sit down and ask, are they really your parents? When you go inside your room, you cry yourself out. And then the last time that happened was um, 2018. That was when I graduated. I finished my project and I, my mates were doing their clearance and then only for me to get to my clearance, I found out that my whole year one result we are all missing that story but they didn't believe me what they concluded that i didn't write the exam like you know those year one stuff now all those year one that that gained admission you forget about what you came to school so they agreed that i did and funny enough where my own enemies came in was they didn't see the script you know when you go to exam officer they will search for the script and get it but they didn't see my script my name wasn't even registered the only results they saw was year two 
I have to go back. Like, we have to even write a letter to the HOD. And then when I get to the HOD office, they sat me down. I was like, this is not the end of the world. Wolu, Shoinka had a thought class, this and that. I remember him, he too had the thought class, but you have to go back. So I said, after all these things, I, have to, I still have to go back and write the exam. Is it what you are telling me? They said, yes. And you know, when your parents said, when you're telling them that you wrote the exam, they'll tell you, no, you didn't write the exam. Yeah. My mates, we are going for service. You know, that kind of a bright student, people are looking at you. All of a sudden, that same bright student did not go for NYSC. Friends will be asking mom, when is your daughter going for NYSC? Your mom will be hiding you. But my father will not have a oh, problem. Oh. Well, I didn't see it as anything. But what I was paying is that if I had carryover, it would be a different case altogether. But this one, I know I wrote the exam. I saw the exam. I saw the result myself. So how come they're looking for all my year one results? It sounds somehow, even you, even, even my aunties somehow did not believe me. It's only one of my aunties that believed me then because we are very close. So he was even the one that was telling me, what is the way forward? Is this something they're going to sort? My mom said, he's not going to sort it. Sorry, I'm going to say this, that him too is into education. So he's not going to do that. That all, all, his, all her life, she didn't do, she didn't sort. She didn't do anything. Even student that she's teaching, she, she won't allow that. So I have to go back and start all over, like fresh year. Oh God, if you look at me that year, I have to start it all over. And that was how I finished and look at me here. I think that was when I was doing that. I was still working, combining reading and working at the same time. Plus, your parents will sometimes tell you that you have to stop this work, that they don't know what you're doing, you're this and that, you know, that kind of thing. Then another one that hurts me so much is relationship. It has really, like, every blessed day, there's no day I go to sleep without crying. My pillow is my, is my comforter. Sorry, God is my comforter. Then my pillow is my second comforter because... This relationship has taught me a big lesson from the day, like from the first day I stepped my foot into this world till now, he has taught me a bigger lesson. Yeah, I know you'll be like from the first day I stepped my foot, yes, because relationship between mother and daughter is another one. Relationship between brother and sister is another one. Relationship between father and daughter, siblings, family, uncle is another one so then another relationship between someone you don't even know you're not related to by blood by origin by anywhere is the biggest one we that have taught me like when i mean that has hurt me so much like most times i've tried so many times to commit suicide like well this is the first time people are hearing it like i've tried so many times to commit suicide but it didn't work at some point i'll look at my parents they are the one that my brothers, my, my brothers, sorry, and my parents, they'll be like, I'll be like, if I leave them, how will my parents feel? How will my mom? How will my dad? How will my brothers feel because of a man that I killed myself? No. Um, the other one is not coming, but the other one is coming. So yeah. um, I, I started school from, like, I think I finished secondary school at the age of 15 years, not minding my big body. Yeah. I went to Regina Patches, model secondary school on each um, former school center. So I finished around 15, I think there about, I was going to 16 years. So I wrote my first jump and that was my last. And I scaled through. I got, I got admission into psychology. I didn't, they didn't change any course for me. That was what I wanted to study. I actually yeah. wanted to study criminology, but being that there's no place to study criminology in the East, 
And my parents said, I'm not going to go to open university that I have to, I have to use them. I have to school around this East so that their eyes will be on me as the only daughter. The only place I had option was Akure, Ogun State. That's Lagos and everything. Yeah. So then my mom was like, aside criminology, which other course do you want to study? I wanted to study. I, I thought about law, but no, I have, I know the kind of heart I have. So I said, no, I'm not going to do that. Let me pick psychology because there is this move then. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Joseph Benjamin was in the movie. It's oh, about yeah. marriage crisis. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I think I remember the film, yeah. Yeah. So the 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 movie, the first time I watched the movie, like I I, I was paying some attention on the the way the counselor was talking to them. Like I was like, if because I believe so much in film, and I believe so much in film. Like why I say I believe so much for a writer, for a I'm also a script writer. I started it that was two years ago. For a writer to wake up and write a film, that means he must have had an experience, even if he, she's, he or she is not the one writing it. The person that gave him or her the initiative must have had one or two experiences that triggered them to, to put this thing down and to show it to the world. So now, then when I was, I was like, oh, so this counselor can, can bring these two people back together wow so this is very nice and i'm going to be this other thing can you become in nigeria he said psychology and i have an uncle my mommy's younger brother who is a psychologist in philippines so I, I said i'm going to be like him since he's a psychologist i'm going to be a psychologist too i'm going to cure people too <laughs> Because one, I, I couldn't study medicine and surgery. So I said, okay, I'm going to study psychology because it's also a medical, it's, a, it's also a, um, it's also on the medical line. So I'm going to study it. So that was what triggered me. So I gained admission into UNISIC, that's the Nandiazikiwe University. I started, that was 214, sorry, 214. So I, I continued. I was schooling and then I was then as time goes on, I be I was 16, 18, you know. So I met this guy during my, I think during our, our fiscal clearance then, he's a banker. I'm not going to call him, but he was so good to me. He he comes to the hostel, he 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 kind of asked me how my school was and everything. So I noticed some changes after we, we, we left, we, we went for a long vac. That was coming back, you'll be in year two. Yeah. So when I asked him, he was like, he can't continue to be like this, like we're no brothers and sisters, that he, yeah, he wants someone that's going to, you know, take care of. I don't know, like, I'm, I don't know if I'm allowed to be open. Like, he wants someone that is going to be, to be, to be, that is going to be with him, intimacy and all those stuff. So, and me, I was scared because I didn't want to, those times, you'd be like, I want to be a virgin when I get married and all those stuff. So being that, I, I didn't want to pay attention to what he was saying. So, but because I love him and he's my first person I met, I don't have any other, I don't even believe that you keep dating one man, like I'll keep dating one man, one guy, from one guy to another. I believe that if the first guy you dated is what is the guy that is going to marry you. So that was my belief. So as time goes on, I think we came back and anyone that was living in the hostel, 
then knows that there is a rule. You, if you want to maintain your, your space, you have to pay people, people that, that, are, that are medical students, nursing, they, they go to another section that is not within Oka. So they go to another section that is not within Oka. So I, I, I think I had a new roommate. The guy, the girl, she, her name is Janet. So she came in. So we became friends. As time goes on, we became friends. Already, I am and uh, my guy, we've already settled our differences when we came back. So we're going, we're smooth. We are working like, he used to come to the hostel then. So I don't know what happened one time. So I think my roommate then was like, when we became so close, like he would be like, I want to watch um, pictures on your phone. Please, can I have your phone? So I gave it to her. So when she was going through the phone, she was like, oh, I, do you know this guy? He's my uncle. He, um, he's married to my, my sister, my auntie. I was like, which guy? Wow. And I looked at the guy. So it's like, I was like, which guy? I said, he <laughs> called like him. I, I said, no, he's not. What are you saying? Who is married to your... He said he's married to that. I, I, I should look at their Facebook. Um, I, should, wow. I should look at their wow. idea or something. I'll be like, because then I used to ask the guy, what's your Facebook? I like, said, Facebook is all these small, small children that are doing it. I don't have a Facebook. And his friends will come around, like, they'll be calling me, all oh, these are our wife, this and that. And um, you won't even know. I swear, you won't even know the guy is married. Like, like nothing, no midnight calls, all those stuff that you that will make you that. Even me, I was like, I'm so lucky. Uh, like I don't even, I don't have to worry myself over having him having a girlfriend or chasing girls or something. Because when he's with me, he, he I don't know if he's planning. I don't go through his phone, but there's some things that will show you that this guy is married because his wife will be calling him every minute, or or him will be calling his wife. So I. I are you sure you know what you're saying? She said yes. That okay, let him go to Facebook. He went through Facebook. If you see his married wife traveled out to them to put to bed. And if you see the wife, the wife is so fine. Like, oh God, it's a me. Whenever I remember this thing, like I, I shed tears very minute that was like, why now? What's wrong? How would this what was going through my mind? Why would you lie? How would you tell me that my what's what is happening? I swear it, it, I, I, I couldn't come out of it. What I did was I, I told the girl, please send me the pictures to my phone so that I can use it as an evidence because I know that he's going to lie. Yeah. Let me tell you when the guy called me, fortunately for me, he called me immediately and was like, What are you doing? I said, I'm in the host. I said, Okay, it's coming over. I said, because it wasn't like your voice is not okay what is it i really cried i said nothing i'm just sick he said okay he's coming now 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 to pick me let's go and get the drugs i stress this and that and i said okay because i wanted him to come i didn't want to tell him on the phone so that he won't he won't run away i wanted to i wanted to meet him face to face i wanted to see him and tell him that see look at what you did why are you like this so when he came the first thing i showed him we were inside the car i just showed him the picture was he couldn't even and he was just looking at me he said the first thing he asked me how did i get it i said how did i get what how did i get what is it what you should be asking so you've, you've been married for how many years look at your four beautiful kids and you're oh. here 
girl, why are you this way? He doesn't want to lose me. Imagine what man will tell you. He doesn't. <laughs> Men are what they. No. You don't. Are you mad? Like, sorry, I'm going to. You don't want to. Like, I feel like when I'm saying this story, I feel like it's happening now because period, I was like, so men are like this. So that was how I caught the relationship, though. Him, too, he never called again. He never even chatted me up again. Everything, I blocked him. I haven't changed the line I was using then. We lost contact. And in one of my worst, worst, when I mean my worst relationship, I thought I could get over it. I started, I announced, I'm not going to date anymore, anymore. Let me just focus on what my parents brought me to do. Let me read my books and then forget distractions from men. The last one I came out from was actually a guy who wanted to marry me. He actually came to my house and then did the petty introduction and all this stuff. But friends, my girlfriend set me up. Okay, so what exactly happened with this, your friend, and the guy that was supposed to marry you? We, we dated until he came back. He came back. So we were for that. He's going to marry me. But then, when he went back, he came to see my people, and then he went back. No, he didn't. Sorry. He didn't come to see my people. He's already around. But I think what happened that day was that he traveled to Abuja. I think something happened. So he went to Abuja. But before then, me and my friend, we were very close. Like that day he came and said, I, I'm going to, that he wants to go and see someone that I should follow her to go and see the person. So I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to follow you because he's my friend. So uh, there's no anything that will make me not follow her. Like just like if your best friend walk up to you and say, follow me, let's go and see someone. You want to follow the person. Because, because you're not going to see the person. What I mean is not seeing someone. I don't, I'm not talking about you want to go and meet a man. I mean, your friend can say, come and escort me. Let's go and see. I want to see my friend. My guy is calling me. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So I actually followed him. And when I was leaving, my, 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 my roommate then was like, I don't want you to go. Because my roommates, all of them, they know when my guy used to call me. He knows that he always call me morning, afternoon, and night. And I was telling my roommates, I don't want to call me because I don't know where we are going to. My roommate was like, if you don't know where you are going to, better sit down. And maybe when you're done with his call, you can now go. I was like, no, I don't know when he's going to call me. That he's not going to be always me late at night. So he's not going to call me until I'm back. That was what I told him, told my roommate. So I followed my girlfriend to Ghana. So when we got there, we noticed that it was two guys sorry but me now being that i'm not i'm not with anybody so the girl made it look like i am actually like we we both came to see different guys you understand yeah. that kind of thing yeah like she made it look like we both came to see different guys so me when immediately i was there my guy called me immediately. Like when i saw his call i was shocked because I know he's not going to call me that time. Like, they like 30 minutes, 20 minutes before the quiz call came in. And then the first time, why I did not pick up was because I was scared. Because I, I had so much respect for him. And I was so scared. Because I don't know what to tell him if I pick up. So what I did was that I didn't pick up the first time, the second time. And then the third time, like, I was not like, pick it up now. Pick it up now. Just tell him anything. And I, and I told my friend, what will I tell him? 
He now called me and I said, where am I? And I told him I'm at. I think I told him, I can't remember the lie I said again. But I didn't tell him the truth. I didn't even tell him. He now said, for the last time, he called, he hanged up the call. He called me back again. And now asked me, where are you? I told him, I think I told him I went to church. He now said, church, what are they preaching? Which, no, I told him I went to UK. There is this, there is this place they call UK, the monster. I told him I went to the monster. He said, by this time, I said, yes, they've not started. So he now said, he now hung up the call and said, where are you for the last time? I still repeated again. I went to UK. He didn't talk again. The fourth time he called me again and said, look at where I am. Look at what I'm wearing. Like, he, he, you, I, I, when he was saying it, I was just looking back to know if he's with me. Or yeah. maybe, I don't know, maybe somebody was spying me or something. If you look at me that day, and before he said that, after everything, he said, if I ever, ever call him on phone again, he's going to, like, if I ever, ever do that, that I would not like what he would do to me. That he thought that, thank God, God has opened his eye, that he was saying it, that he keep asking me if I'm real, if I'm for real. That, thank God, he didn't proceed with that. If not, he would have made a worse mistake, this and that. My dear, that was how we ended, though. Not until after, that was September, no, last 2019. That was when the whole truth came out. That was even when I found out the person that did this stuff. And funny enough, my girlfriend, after that day, she didn't even call, call me. Like, she didn't even ask me if you guys have, like, if we are back together. Like, yeah. she started avoiding me. Because she said I embarrassed her that if you see me that day, I'd never look at what was happening. I was just shouting, crying. Even the guy, the guy that was there that came with that, like the guy's friend, was yeah. even when I was like crying, what happened? I told him everything. He said, Are we married? I said, Not here, but he's walking towards that. Well, not like if he's my own guy, he's going to come back. Like, I didn't know if three of them, all of them planned the whole thing, but yeah, ever since that day, uh Toby. I, I caught everything, friendship, both girl, both guy, everything. I have, I've, been, I've, been, I've been in, like, just trying to bring up my, my recent ones that have pained me so much. Most times they will come and tell you they like you. One minute you see them, you see their wedding pictures. One minute they are with a guy, they are with another, they have a girlfriend. Like, a lot of things. When you want to love this person, the person will start acting up. You know, that kind of thing, it breaks me down a lot. And then when I ask myself, is it that I don't have, is it that I'm not lucky shy in relationship or what? Because what has happened? Yeah. But funny enough, people won't even know you're going through this because when I sit down my acts in the radio talk and talk about relationship talk and people get to listen and then I advise them and talk for them, then they feel like my is better. There is yeah. this guy that met me one time and was like, oh, you're going to be very lucky. You're this, the guy. I was like, guy, I wish I have a girl boyfriend, though. But it was not like you. You don't have a boyfriend with all this thing, with your way, your, char- your charisma and everything. Now, um, okay, um, lose. Wow. He, that he, wish, he wishes that if he's not married, now he would have I said, but forget that thing. All of you, they say, you wish you're not married, you would have. <laughs> but when I look at my family, yeah. when I look at my family, when I look at my family, they're my hope, though. They're my hope. 
least if I cannot get it from an outsider, I have 100% sure that my parents and my brothers are there for me. Because, okay, my, um, my, my three friends, like people and my bosom friends, though, let me call them, Grace, Susan, we, we were three friends in the hostel then. Grace, Susan, me, and um, three of us we were very close. Like, I think she got married. Grace, um, Susan got married um, on, the, on the 4th of April, and Grace got married this Saturday. So I just yeah. sat down. I was like, I am happy they are married, but... Yeah. Why can't God make it be like three friends just got married at the same time? And I asked myself, get a tangible relationship first before they talk about marriage. Because I'm worried, I'm worried. most times I feel like I'm cursed. Because one minute they walk up to you, the other minute they are changed person. One yeah. minute they walk up to you, the other minute they are changed person. And that's what I get from the guides. One minute is sweet, one minute, the other minute is, is, is horrible. And uh, trying to commit suicide, I, I said I'm not going to try it again. I've really gone through a lot, so sorry for everything. And please um, cancel this suicide thing forever. We still need your life, you know. I mean, you're doing so yeah. many things, touching lives with your radio show and relationship talk. So please keep doing what you're doing. Um, Thank you. I want to ask, you've, you've told so many sad stories and um, you've shared experiences where you cried. Um, about crying, I want to ask about crying specifically because um, some people would be like, oh, don't cry, you know, the, the whole, oh, you don't have to cry and all that, big girls don't yeah. cry. It's even worse on men. They'll be like, oh, men don't cry. Then men yeah. become emotionless and stuff. But then there's this other um, school yeah. of thoughts, and it's not becoming something cool. That um, there, there's this saying I saw somewhere on Twitter that Anya Mirabora sign of weakness. Now, OCAK, Bakwa, Ibesiakwa, you continue. Meaning, like, if it gets tough, okay. cry, just cry, cry it out. After crying, pick yourself right. up and continue. And um, what's your, t- where do you stand? Are you team or oh, don't cry or your team? cry but after crying just pick yourself up and be strong again what what, what are you team cry team cry you have to cry team cry let me tell you aside being aside aside the aside the natural aspects secondly crying heals a lot psychologically yes crying there comes a time in life you need to cry because one if you don't do that your health, your heart. Because if you notice, let me say, like when we are going up, when we came, you 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 will start feeling this pain in your heart. Yes. I don't know if it happened to you. Yes, it's yes. that I totally relate. Yeah. Yes. That's how it will happen to you if you don't cry. Okay, for instance, I know that's occasion where I go, like where people they'll be like, they'll be telling what I'll be hearing. Like I'll be hearing from all these our mamas, our grandmothers, and old old women. Yeah. So, but I prefer you cry. There's nothing like big girls don't. Majority of some girls out there dressing very expensive clothes and then celebrities, let me put it that way. 
have a lot of deep down they are passing through, but they won't tell you. They don't come out of the road having problem more. But you still see them. They wear a very nice smile, wear expensive perfume, um, dress well, and then move around. It's only when you come close to them that you feel their pains. Like I'm telling you, my pains now. You'll be surprised. I know some people. Some people will even be surprised that oh. You're passing through this, but social media, they know me as a happy, happy girl. If, yeah. you, if, if you follow my handle, if you follow me, is either you see me dancing on social media or I am smiling or I am making video with my fam, my mom, or I'm posting where I'm smiling, showing my boobs and all, my, my, my hips and all those things. But hey, that is not what, that is not, these are the, this is the only thing that I do just to wave off some certain things I'm passing through. But when I get, when it gets to my head, it's always at night. When I'm back to my room, I remove my clothes. I go through my phone and see some things. In as much as they say, don't look at what's happening on social media. So I'm a truth. You'll be like, where is your own God? I've asked God that kind of less question, but I still not ask him again. Because I noticed that whenever I kneel down on my knee and cry to God, there's this relief I have in my heart. Like I cry to him and say, God, answer me. You're the one that created me. And you're the one that said, I'm going to be this. I'm going to be that. Answer me. But this is not coming. And he's doing another thing. If Since relationship is not coming my way, at least in the other aspects, at least, at least, I think I'm progressing. So I just decide to leave it that way. Until when it comes, I will yeah. take it that God has answered my prayer. It's better you cry. I prefer a girl should cry, yo. A guy should cry. Forget about big girl, big guy. There's something that will happen to yourself. You don't even look at mouth to tell someone. You don't even have mouth to tell someone because you feel they are going to condemn you or use it against you. So yeah. the best thing is to cry your mind to God, to your pillow. If you're close to your mom, there's something that sometimes I even cry to my mom. There's some things I don't tell my parent, my mom, you know now. But yeah. When it's maybe for still living with us, she's she's one of my she's my best friend because she's the one I always tell some things, some things I don't tell my mom. I cry to I like I tell her and then you see how she will advise me. Then after some time I feel relieved. That's it. So crying is the best thing you know, if you feel you can't handle that situation that point in time than killing yourself. Or falling through, you cry it out. Yeah. I think this is a good place to end this conversation. Like having told your story and like what we think about people crying and not. Um, Chineze, thank you so much for being on this podcast today. And um, yeah, thank you for sharing your story. That's the most important thing. And um. Thank you for doing this. This is why I do what I do. Like come to my podcast to tell my stories because I want other people to be able to tell theirs too. Um, and apart from yeah. Chineze, I'm talking to everybody listening. The thing with telling your story is if you tell your story, you control your own narrative. If you've told your story, you own it. Another person cannot come and change it to something else. So you now come and start dragging, oh, this is what happened. This is not what happened. No, you've told your own. People know what it is and nobody can change your story. So everybody, I encourage you, tell your stories and be proud of it. Embrace every part of you. 
because like you cannot run away from yourself friends come and go people come and go but like you remain with yourself forever so embrace every part of you the parts where you've cried the parts where you've been most happy just be yourself and be proud of yourself in everything you do so um we bring the conversation to a close now and um yeah see you guys later bye